Good morning, Westeros. And welcome to our Morning Throners podcast. I'm Nelson. I'm Jeff. And I'm Kyle. And we're the fucking Morning Throners. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We are your Morning Throners with Sam 3 on deck. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Great. <laughs> it's good to be back after a little hiatus here. We, uh, yeah. Big vacation? Yeah, vacation. Kyle went to like a witch seance or something because he's weird what? like that. Fire dancing. <laughs> Where'd you go? I don't even know. Where'd we I go? We were in Mexico. Oh, we went to Mexico? And it was, it was for Day of the Dead. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I was, that's pretty freaking close. I'll, I was going off Instagram stories. I, not really. It's pretty close. Day of the Dead? I it's mean, like a celebration of dead people. It's like yeah, a witch it's seance. just like celebrating lives that have come before you. It's not like trying to. I don't think they're trying to reincarnate any of them. It was like a Halloween party. Yeah, kind of. It's a, it's a, it's happier than death here, right? So was it like the Disney movie? Did did people have uh, pictures set up all over the place? Was it fun? Yeah, there's like the tables and stuff everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a fun time. That's cool for sure. It's cool. It was an interesting experience. So what did you think about Sam Three? When I think about Sam Three, I mean, uh, Sam has not disappointed with the the action in his chapters here lately. Big content. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know. It was. He seems to still just be like stumbling into into success, and it's kind of I don't know. You feel bad for the guy, I guess, is where I'm at. <laughs> stumbling into success, I, I would agree. I mean, quite yeah. literally, in many many occasions. Is it better to be lucky than good? <laughs> yes, of course. Sam's kind of proved for him. It's working out so far, <laughs> but I don't know. He's done a good job. All right, so let's jump in. Sam's coming up onto a, a wildling village that he's hoping is White Tree because yeah. I think that's probably the only one that he. Remember, it's other than probably Crasher's Keep, right? Like name and maybe location. It's the only one that we got, but yeah. He definitely, yeah, exactly. It's a waypoint for him. Yeah. So, so they came through this, right? Like we, 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 we saw that in a John chapter, probably. I believe so. Yeah. That John 2, Clash of Kings. Not this town specifically, but White Tree is what I meant. It yeah. Is what I meant. White Tree. Yeah. On the way to Crasher's Keep the first time. What yes. do we think? Yeah. What do we think? Is this White Tree? So, uh, I don't remember. There's a couple things he said that like he's like I, that tree wasn't crying, but I, I'm pretty sure I remember the tree crying. I actually have the the you know me. So I'll let you, yeah, I'll let you go. If Nelson describes it to me. I'll I'll make my guess. I don't re- I don't remember. I think it is. It's, that's my that's my my bet. How's that? Let's. What's your prediction on that, Jeff? Come on. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with you that it is white tree. This is one that I don't know for sure, but I have my opinion. I think he's just misremembering it. Like it's been so long, and he's just so fucked up. And he's like, "No, everything sucks for me right now. Why would this be white tree? It, it would. I would be too lucky if it would be. Yeah. White tree. Yeah. So there's a few times that he talks about it, but the the first time that Sam talks about the tree, he says the face carved into the bone pale trunk was long and sad. Red tears of dried sap leaked from its eyes. Was that how it looked when we came north? Sam couldn't recall. And in John 2, Clash of Kings, the way John describes it, it was the biggest tree Jon Snow had ever seen. The trunk near eight feet wide, the branches spreading so far that the entire village was shaded beneath their canopy. The size did not disturb him so much as the face, the mouth especially. No simple carved slash, but a jagged hollow large enough to swallow a sheep. Those are not sheep bones, though, nor is that a sheep's skull in the ashes. So Interesting. once he said biggest tree he'd ever seen, I, I think I was wrong. My prediction is is that... What, not... I think it's not. Yeah, I think I that's think that's my prediction too. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I was just guessing, but me it, too. Yeah, I don't We're think good. we'll ever know. It's, but yeah, uh, my take is no. I mean, come on, the biggest tree he's ever seen to a tree that like 
he's he's guessing if it's big enough. Like yeah, this is the massive tree, tree. That, yeah, that's eight feet wide and has a hole. The mouth is big enough for a sheep to go into. And Sam's like, yeah, oh, this one's this crying. Just like, no, yeah. you'd be noticing the huge mouth, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's not a for sure thing, but. I take it for no. Um, I'm putting it as a for sure thing that it's not white. <laughs> okay. so. Agreed. Uh, yeah, so he's trying to ID it from the weird wood. We kind of just got the description there. Uh, and there's the these empty huts around. That, and he's like, I I really want to I really want to stay here, sleep under a roof tonight. Yeah, and it's just him, Gilly, and the baby, and, and baby, and Gilly, and, and, Gilly and baby. one horse, yep. one horse, because the other horse died a couple days one ago. One horse. Yeah, they had to. Uh, yeah. All right. So they set up in this, uh, in what they call it, the high hall, the long, long hall, long, long hall. Long. Can't be very, can't be very long, can it? I think, I think he said it's like the one big building. It's the community center. It's like the one that's made out of like wood. Yeah. It's where they, where they play ping pong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> bingo, bingo on Tuesday nights. Yeah. yeah it's where they have their meeting. Square dancing. So they're set up in there, and but they're in like Sam notes that they're like in the middle of it, like. Because that's where the fire, that's where the fire is. is. Yeah, so yeah. like he doesn't get to like lean up against like the walls. He has to like sit, like hold up his own own fat self. I would just fucking lay flat on the floor. Yeah, I think absolutely. at that point, you got to go on a side. I think they get like, there eventually. Spread eagle, like yeah. on my back, <laughs> just like I'm gonna lay here. Yeah. Uh, that that would have probably felt good, right? Like I mean, that, that usually yeah, does. It wouldn't wouldn't feel bad. No, so remember when I hurt my back? <laughs> I was I was laying in all kinds of positions. Well, you were t- you were yelling at me before we started recording to do some lunges. Uh, if I do lunges, I'm out of I'm out of commission for a week. Anytime I do yeah. a lunge, especially with with any like even I feel like body weight, I'll just that fucks up my back. With with a bar, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, That's like the gotta, one exercise that like you, you no shot do some stretching. Then, I mean, I got a bum knee and I can do some squats. I can't do I can't do no lunges. Yeah. I'll do, do deadlifts. I'll do squats. Like, I just type, can't do lunges. Tight quads or tight hip flex or something. Something like that. man, it kills. Uh. Step ups was always the the lift where I was like, "Fuck that! I don't want to do step ups." I like step ups. Kyle, did you have a workout that was just like, "Fuck that workout"? Lunges, it's lunges. I mean, did, did you ever have to like work out like by like someone was telling you what to do? Workout? Not really. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm. I don't know. I I like most. There stuff, were, there was some shit. So I was like, man, fuck that today. Yeah, I mean, most most like ab shit sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, mountain climbers or fucking pike yeah. ups and stuff. Those always felt good when, like, I was actually skinny and, like, you could count abs, <laughs> but, like, I'm definitely not there anymore. Something that I would, like, never, I feel like I would never do on my own, but I used to like doing when we had football was the plate grips. When we would try plate and see, grips, like, who could hold on to a, always, who, yeah. like, a heavy plate just, for the longer. Just like, like this? Longer. You just sit there uh, and just no. hold them. Like, oh, holding the down. plates with, like, okay. fucking pincer grip. Okay. Just all like, figures, action like, figure no. hands. Well, like yeah. the steering wheel shit with the plate, that uh, that it's not fun either. Yeah, that that isn't fun. Uh, all right, so that was good. Our fitness tangent <laughs> on a Sam chapter. Who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> Sam's never done a plate grip in his life. <laughs> <laughs> he was singing while the other guys were doing yeah, plate grips. Singing while everybody else was doing plate grips. How, well, that's something I don't know if we're at the point now, but like, how is he still fat? Like, come on, right? Like, it's, yeah, he's, he's got to be yeah. lost he's a little bit on this voyage. Fat. Yeah, they, how long have they been fat. out there for? Month? Two months? Fool! I did figure out the timeline. Timeline doesn't matter. Five months? I would say ten months. Half a year? Uh, nine months. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He should be like he should be down like fifty pounds. I'm sure he's. Yeah, they're not eating that well out here. At the wall, I could see him eating all he wants at cafeteria, right? Like, oh, sure, like. Out here, though, like, 
They're probably he's probably eating good till the fist. He's eating okay till the fist. I don't know, man. They couldn't catch anything. There's nothing out here. I bet you he's only lost ten pounds to the fist. I don't even know when that is. Let me find out real quick. That's only a month ago. The fist was only like a month and a half ago. I don't I don't see how he's eating well. Yeah, but everything was still rationed and he's walking yeah. or you know, riding. He's definitely doing more physical labor. I'm yeah. saying he's losing weight, but he's only down like fifteen pounds max at that point. Mm, I'm giving it twenty. Okay, but okay, since then maybe minimal. another twenty. But it, yeah. I, he's not down like a hundred pounds. He's down like fifty. I said okay. fifty. I said fifty. Yeah. Fifty pounds is, is a That's decent a amount, amount to cut of off a person. Bro. Yeah. Trust me, as the guy here who's been the fattest, I've been in a spot in my life where I've lost 50 pounds and no one has noticed. I've seen you lose 50. <laughs> no, the problem is, no, that's not true. Because I've seen you lose probably 50 pounds in like four months. And like, it's a gradual change. But if you go back and look, you're like, holy shit. If you, you compare so the fat, yeah, if you compare the pictures side by side. And then you're like, wow, like you actually weren't fat, but you're just fat. <laughs> I was still fat than everybody else, though. Yeah. So, all right, Gilly's making the fire because last time Sam cut himself. Uh, so he's going to walk around and, and kind of check things out, but nothing but some rats lying around or running around. Uh, and he's like, fuck it. I know that that's not white tree. That wasn't the, that wasn't the right weirwood tree. Yeah. Sam kind of comes to the same conclusion we all did. Yeah. Uh, and he, he gives a little prayer. He's like, man, we need some help. Seven ain't helping me up here. Let me, let me pray to John's old gods. Yep. Anybody. <laughs> And this is where he's kind of talking about, like, we're in rough shape. Like, it's not just Sam anymore. It was bad enough, like, when it was just Sam. Now he has Gilly, who just gave birth. Like, they left yeah. the day yeah. she gave birth. Like, And I know from some uh, info, it's not good. <laughs> She's going to be riding a horse right now. I don't think if it's ever officially made it to the podcast, I don't know if it matters. But, like, Jeff's having a baby suit. I don't know if we, you want me to cut that or not, but... Uh, it is what it is. I feel like I, I feel, I, you've kind of like alluded to it a few times. Like, oh, I'm learning. Like, I kind of know about this. Last time we were asking Danny about breastfeeding. Yeah, I mean, but that's just because like that's the girl that's around, right? Offhand. True. We've also been doing like the breastfeeding classes. So, but congrats, Jeff. Thank you. But yeah, so we know like Jeff's learning a lot about this. Like, Six if you're weeks of if you're just having a baby, you're not like walking through the forest. Yeah, you're not. You're, it's a <laughs> yeah. it's a procedure. She sent me something today where it's like. Really, the first 15 days, like, she shouldn't be doing much of getting out of bed at all. Like, especially the first 10. Exactly. So. Like, I figured it was, like, a like a couple week, like, a, maybe, like, a week in the hospital afterwards. Nah. Nah, they try to get you get you out of there if you can. Oh, yeah. yeah they definitely want you out as fast as possible. And, it, I mean, you want to be home, too, yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly. right? more comfortable there, I'm guessing. But, yeah. yeah. So, it's not just Sam anymore. And Sam, again, is not equipped anyway. So, he's got not just ba- hair, but also the actual baby. Like, does the baby have clothes? Like, the baby can't have clothes. It's probably just like a blanket. Well, maybe, One maybe dirty they, blanket. Maybe they grabbed like a quick, like a like a quick old hand-me-down pair. It's not like they had a lot of boys running around. The boys were getting shipped off. I mean, at that size, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter what true. clothes they're wearing. It's true. It's true. true. Uh, but yeah, I could just it's gonna be but, a blanket. Like, Gilly's, uh, you know, riding a horse after just giving birth can't one can't feel great. Two, you're trying to feed this child. And three, the kid could be naked. So it's like always yeah. wrapped up in you. So we mentioned like they lost a horse. The, the horse that died was one that Sam was riding on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and Sam was like, we could all ride together. But he's like, no, like they need the horse <laughs> like or else we're fucked. And that's like that's prop like that's why. Because like they, they would be well, fucked if they had to walk. I mean, through it the ends horse. and there's she, no horse. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, she's a, she sounds like a pretty Other tough gal. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. She seems hardcore. She's really tough. She's probably more tough, tougher than Sam. Wildling. 
I mean, the only other, like, like the comparable like character, I guess, would be like Osha, right? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, just gotta find a hard, way to right? win. Like these, these, this, this group of of wildlings, people. Like you just, you gotta work a little bit harder sometimes. There yeah. is no quit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, Gilly's feeding the baby. They're almost out of food. They didn't even have much to, to when they left crassers but they had some stuff it's mostly gone but they got some frozen ass sausage that they're kind of chewing on and sam's like i can't hunt shit like i i can't fish i can't hunt like we're <laughs> we're starving here yeah i couldn't hunt when there was stuff around here we are that's actually hard like there's no way <laughs> and we're being chased <laughs> and the full forest of animals i still couldn't hit anything and right? i had dogs and people helping me it never really like occurred to me before but like i'm guessing like that's kind of like what the tarly like land is known for is like just being good for hunting. I mean, that's Lush. their sigil, right? And, and that's their sigil, exactly. I never really put two and two together. Like I figured, like yeah, what's their probably, sigil? It's a striding huntsman, just basically like a okay. huntsman with a bow, just a, a bowman on a horse. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it's on a horse, but yeah, but yeah. So Sam's like, even even at my hometown, where literally it's like there are places that like people go to, like rich people go to, that are just like fenced in deer, and they'll shoot them. It's not just rich people. Chip Chip used to work on them, Nels. Chip used to work on a on a hog. It, I think it would do hogs at times, and there was a lot of deer uh, in Wyoming or wherever he was. I think that's pretty much like that's what their house. Like they step outside, and there's like a flock of deer there. I don't know. If, I don't know. If flock is herd of deer. A herd of deer. Herd, You're herd. the only one here that I actually hunts, and you <laughs> called him a flock of deer. Yeah. This motherfucker. Flock of, it's a bird. Group. It's a group of birds. Uh, but yeah, so Sam, even there, Sam can't get a deer. He's like, there's not a, sh- we don't have a chance out here. So pretty much all they're going off of is leftover food from crasters that they, that they like took with them. And like Jeff said, like they're eating like sausages and stuff, but this is like all they got. They're running real low. And once they're out, they're out. They're in a bad fucking spot. They'd yeah. probably be in a better spot if Gilly took the, took whatever they had and tried to go get it done. Yeah. Like hunting wise, if she wasn't just giving birth. Yes. But yeah. yeah. And, and like always cradling a baby, she could probably like whip up like a a little basket to catch some fish in or something. Like she's gonna, she'd find a way to win. Yeah. But uh, map time. So the next thing they start talking about is map how time. long to the wall. And again, Sam's not sure if this is white tree or not. But let's for for sake of where they're at, let's say it is because I guess that's like what he was aiming for. If he thought it was plausible they're at white tree, they're probably not too far off from there. Oh, there is. So they're most of the way. That makes sense. He was talking about the river and the lake, and yeah, and, but that's and they're that, most of that the way. means that he might be too far west. Yeah. So yeah, so this is an interesting problem. I don't know if he talks about it right now, but what you're alluding to, Kyle, is he basically says like getting to the wall isn't really the hard part. That might take a while, and it might be like a tough going, but like directions wise the tough part is knowing like once we're at the wall okay now which way do we go like do we follow this wall to the right or do we follow this wall to the left yeah and like even once you get to the first abandoned castle it's not like there's a big sign out front that says like <laughs> you're at the deep lake queen's gate or queen's yeah. gate so it's not even like you can go to broken castles and figure it out like john does say it's like straight on one side and wavy on the other and it's mountainy but i feel like you'd have to go like pretty freaking far to figure that out oh yeah that wouldn't be a quick <laughs> yeah. uh so that's the tough part. And he also does say, and I think it is next, he says like if some of the, like, the people who were good at that like were rangers, like Dywin and Bannon, if they were here, they, we'd be back already. Like They're probably back warming their feet by the fire. Are they alive? Bannon was the one that they roasted. Uh, Dywin. What do you mean by roasted? Uh, they like burned. 
in the last Sam chapter, they like one of the guys was sick all the whole time, and Crass was like, "Ah, just kill him. He's not gonna live very long." And then I think he does eventually just like die of his own. But he's like moaning the whole time, and then Sam's like trying to keep him warm. Okay. And then they burn his body, and they like give okay. him like a little speech about it, and Sam thinks that he smells I, like pig, like roasting. Oh, pig. that's right, that's right. Yeah, I do remember that now. That was yeah, that was the uh, the beginning of the end, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right before ship started kicking off. Then they have a feast afterwards in his honor or whatever. Or in honor of leaving, I think. Yeah. All right. So Sam talks about how he's like he he's, he doesn't he doesn't think he's lost, but he's pretty tired of battling the terrain. Like he he had to walk around the lake. He had to find the spotted river to walk through. And he's like, I'm pretty sure we're heading south. I I'm looking at the sun as it comes up, uh, and if we needed to, or if we can see it, I'm I'm. Uh, chasing the the ice dragon's tail. Yep. So this is this ice dragon constellation. I never thought about this before. I never realized this. It must be massive. If the eye points north, but the tail points south, it's got to like this thing's got to yeah, span the cool. whole sky, right? I mean, you could go out and point to a whole bunch of stars in both directions and and make them. It could be have a very acute angle. If we could find a we could find an ice dragon up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. You just weren't first. That's the only problem. Or maybe you know? the ice dragon's head is like one constellation on this side of the sky, and the tail is just like a completely different constellation that just looks like it. A could, it could be two separate things. It's true. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The ice dragon actually was chopped in half, and this part's in the north, and that part's in the south. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next part I have is them kind of talking about the wall. Gilly's a little curious. She wants to know if the, the tales of Craster talking about how big it is, if, they're, if it's true or not. And Sam Sam kind of gets a little excited talking about it here. Like, yeah, it's bigger, th- bigger than you think. Yeah. Bigger than you can ever imagine. So big, it hides all the castles on the other side, which is kind of like part of their problem, like I was saying earlier. Yeah. Well, and, and he's super excited because he's like ready to be back on the other side <laughs> yeah. too, right? Like it's like being in the airport going down to Disney. You you just getting all the the excitement going. It's been a while since I've been in that situation, but well, probably pretty close. You still remember? You still remember that? <laughs> it's, it's, for you, it's like being in the airport going to Cancun. It's like being in the airport coming back from anywhere. It's like yes, thank God, I'm almost home. Nah, dude, that's the worst. Yeah, that's what Sam's that's feeling. What Sam yeah. is feeling. Uh, true. Yeah, but you never more excited <laughs> to come home than to to go. It's like, oh, that trip was not what I thought it was going to be. I'm so go- so glad I'm <laughs> well, that, almost home. That's true. <laughs> I've had some pretty rough flights home. A lot of hungover, a couple hungover flights <laughs> yeah. in my last couple. Yeah, so. that's pretty much what Sam. That's, Sam's on the medieval version of that. They're not that yeah. fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then they start talking about like what they're going to do when they're at the wall. We're going to sit by the fire and eat some some stew and get fat. Yeah, we're just gonna hang out and listen to some my brother sing sing us some songs. Exact opposite of what we're doing here. What? We're about to start singing. In unison too. I figured we'd take turns. Yeah. You're the worst. And Gilly asks him, like, yo, did you ever sing? And he's like, Nah, not really. They're my buddies I got we got some pretty good singers. I'm not one of them, but I used to sing back in the day. Yep. Darren was good, but he got sent to East Watch. Halder's like pretty much second best toad. It, he's he's that guy, and we all we all know that guy. I'm I'm also kind of that guy, who always offers up like, oh yeah, like at a party, he's the guy singing along very out loud with everything, even though he has got a horrible voice. Yeah, I mean, I can get that way too. Sometimes I think like I can we have a friend sing, Gianna, and I, uh, yeah. I I'm just I'm just thinking Gianna. Like she's the one who like if there's karaoke, Gianna's on it all night long, and she's got the worst yeah, voice, and it's not good. But she the enthusiasm. You get points you get for that. that. You get behind that. <laughs> I don't know. You it doesn't her out her on voice. podcast. She doesn't listen. I know she doesn't listen, but <laughs> <laughs> she'd agree with me though. 
Alright, so Sam's like, I got one song that I'll sing. Uh, here it is. Song of the Seven. Song of the Seven. Also, Gilly asked him for Southern songs, and I don't know if anybody's Alabama fans out there, but this just makes, immediately makes me think the Song of the South. There's an Alabama song called uh, The Song of the I South. Sweet potato pie, <laughs> shut my mouth. <laughs> is that it? Is that it? That song? That, I, think I, think that's, I think that is. Yeah. Ooh, Song of the South. <laughs> yeah, that is. Sweet potato yeah, exactly. pie, shut my mouth. <laughs> exactly. Song, Song of the South. Sweet potato pie, shut my mouth. All right, yeah, so Sam's singing the Song of the Seven, which turns out to be a song about the Faith of the Seven. Also, it's a lullaby. Jeff, baby coming. Learn, this, learn this one. The Song of the Seven to, <laughs> to this baby. You're singing Game of Thrones lullabies. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's what, that's what you'll be doing if you ever babysit. <laughs> the father's face is stern and strong. He sits and judges right from wrong. He weighs our lives, the short and long, and loves the little children. The mother gives the gift of life and watches over every wife. Her gentle smile ends all strife, and she loves her little children. The warrior stands before the foe, protecting us where'er we go. With sword and shield and spear and bow, he guards the little children. The crone is very wise and old, and sees our fates as they unfold. She lifts her lamp of shining gold to lead the little children. The smith he labors day and night to put the world of men to right. With hammer, plow, and fire bright, he builds for little children. The maiden dances through the sky. She lives in every lover's sigh. Her smiles teach the birds to fly and give dreams to little children. The seven gods who made us all are listening if we should call. So close your eyes, you shall not fall. They see you, little children. Just close your eyes, you shall not fall. They see you, little children. All right, I have a question for Kyle before we talk about it at all. Right after reading the song. No, I didn't I didn't count, if that's what you're asking. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> that was like the first note I wrote down. I was like, oh, shit, they, they <laughs> forgot one. And then like two paragraphs later, Gilly's smart enough to be like, Wait, there was only six. I call bullshit. This is just like a plot device. There's no way Gilly's paying attention yeah. to how many gods. Gilly doesn't know. About. Does Gilly I didn't count. Yeah, six I didn't count. Seven. <laughs> They're not. The Crusher's not teaching them numbers and stuff. I don't think. I, I mean, I remembered from like a previous read that like this was a topic that got brought up, but I don't think I would have on the first read. Not a shot. I, I caught that. Yeah, me neither. I definitely read right through that. I was like, oh shit. Which is why she says something. Yeah. So Sam thinks that the last time he sung this song, he was there's a few times. I think he already thought about once where his dad was basically yelling at him for uh, dancing instead of I think it was for being a bad hunter. Yeah. Yeah. And he was maybe spending too much time dancing. He's like, go dance with a sword. Exactly. And then Uh, here he's just like in singing in general. It's like I used to sing sometimes at home, but he was like, if you want to sing and dance with your sisters. And then, yeah, he was singing this song to, to Dickon. Exactly, and his dad comes in. He's like, "You already ruined." Because he's saying him and his mom are singing together to the baby Dickon, and he's like, "You already ruined one of my sons. Get him out, Sam." But yeah, if you want to go sing, go with your sisters. And but Sam's like, "Man, I, being cold and afraid didn't make me any harder. Or like that never made me not want to sing." Yeah, I think that's later when he's when he's sleeping with Gilly. He's like, "Oh, I I, I used to sleep with my sisters till my dad made me start sleeping alone. It made me harder." <laughs> he's like that didn't help though. I just that just sucked. <laughs> Yeah, it's just awful. Yeah, like, 
Yeah. yeah. So bef- before him and Gilly talk about the song, he thinks about the baby not having a name. It just kind of in the middle of, of it all. Like, baby doesn't have a name. <sighs> I know. Ma- makes the notes hard. Yeah. Uh, baby doesn't have a name. It's bad luck to name the baby before two. Uh, I guess because they've lost so many of them up above the wall. I, I would assume maybe below the wall, too. You know, there's no. At least below the wall, you have Maesters. Again, I, I, I always question, like, what caliber of people get treated by maesters i can't imagine like people on in flea bottom are getting maesters right but at least it's it's, it's probably even in flea bottom it's probably better than up here in the, in the on the wall there's probably clinics and shit yeah. yeah some some young maesters trying to practice like all right get yeah for the church yes yeah, just somebody trying to earn a buff who knows what they're doing yeah so gilly's then like yo you only saying about six what's going on i thought you said seven and sam didn't sing about oh no 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 we don't talk about we death don't talk about that guy yeah which is kind of funny, right? Like that's the opposite of like what we were just talking about with Day of the Dead, like where that's like it's just part of life, so you celebrate it, right? Yeah. So, well, here it's funny because I mean it makes sense for them to be him to be like ah, I'd rather not. It's also it. kind of like foreshadowy, right? Because like death is kind of like yeah. you kind of think of it like the others or the whites, right? They're kind of like kind of like zombies. They're like ice zombies, right? So it's kind of like yeah. death coming at you to get you. So Sam's like, no, I don't like that. Don't talk about that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Sam goes out to relieve himself. Also takes the horse for a little drinky drink, and he's like, "Man, what the hell am I going to do with Gilly at the wall?" Yeah, he does think about that. But what does he have to do to get the horse to drink? Break some ice. Break the ice on the stream. How many times have I mentioned streams and ice breaking? That we never thought it would be important. It's always important. It always has to do with like, oh, the stream was frozen. It wasn't frozen earlier. Now it's frozen, and then like whites come right. Frozen streams equals okay. whites. I think it's just a, I think it's just happenstance. I didn't I even. Still, it's not like I remember this chapter, but like it's I mean, like, the stream wasn't frozen when though. I think at the fist in the John, prologue, the first time John walked by, John walks by a stream near the fist. Exactly. Was it also just not that part of winter yet? It was earlier in the season, like it was still fall, maybe nine months. Nine months is uh, <laughs> it's almost a year. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, the fist wasn't nine up. months ago. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. The fist was only a month ago, but still, yeah, that's true. Well, how long were they at the fist though? Well, well earlier when I placed the timeline of the fist, what that t- what true. that date was was the date of the white attack. They might have they were there for a while. Got you, got you. You know how fast cold can set in, but yeah. fine, I'll I'll agree with you. There might be a coincidence. All right, so he's like, all right, what the hell am I gonna do with Gilly? There's no girls there. Can't take her to be my wife, even though she's kind of said that she would be my wife. So. This is like a passing point by Sam, but I think it's kind of interesting. This is kind of like a John. He's kind of in like a John situation here, right? Like where he has this one. This one's a little less to me, though. Like this is like somebody that's he's just, he's just trying to save. Like they could let her live. Like, like Gilly if, would, if Gil, yeah. Winterfell was still there, you just put her in Winterfell. Yeah, he doesn't like, have like big deal. feelings for like John does with with Eager, yeah. but still, he has like some choices here, and I think it's interesting. That, like he doesn't consider it, right? Like Eager, it's like, oh, we could live in this tower, and John's like. It seemed like kind of conflicted about it. Here, she's like, "Oh, you, I, I'll be your wife." And Sam doesn't. It doesn't seem like he considers for a second. Oh, let me, well, let me abandon the watch. It might be different if they were south of the wall. Like Sam still knows at this There's point, he, gonna, he needs the watch to true. get even okay. to any that's safekeeping. True. Like John could, they could run away into the mountains and probably not be seen again if they really wanted to. <laughs> Sam's not yeah. in that position yet to survive. You're right. And he, true. he knows he also can't. Survive that way. He can't go out. He's <laughs> he not going to hunt and, and yeah. fish and get food. So yeah. he's like, I need 
whatever his name, Bowen Marsh or whoever's got the one arm to be fixing that stew up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's a good point. All right. So Sam brings the horse in just so it stays a little bit warmer. It uh, doesn't die on him. And he gets to lay down next to Gilly. Gilly's, Gilly's you know, under the fur. They get to cuddle up a little bit. And this is where we, we mentioned it quick. He was sleeping next to his sisters back in the day before yep. his dad thought that was another reason he was just uh, a little bit softer than his liking. Exactly. And I think it's funny here. He thinks like he imagines if he saw if he was like to meet his dad again right now, he would be like, look at me now. I, I've killed another. I killed I killed another. What you my, do? All my Night's Watch brothers, my warrior fighter brothers, call me Sam the Slayer. What do you think about that? <laughs> and he thinks that even in his like his Suck own fantasies, his dad just like scowls at him, like doesn't doesn't yeah, buy it. Not <laughs> a, not good enough. You know what? You know what I thought was weird is like why? And you guys are the big the big family, right? Or one of the bigger families in the. Y'all can't have your own bedroom. Like you guys are sharing. Like, uh... well, it seems like he could have because his dad sends him to his own bedroom later. I think it's more of a thing like, well, I don't know, I, I, but I was thinking like, I guess they don't have they don't bed, have heating like, systems. I guess they have fires though. They're in the when south. That's south too. Yeah, but in the winter time, mm, they haven't even lived through a winter yet. One winter maybe. All right. Uh, yeah. So then he gets a little dream going. He's back in Hornhill <laughs> with his brothers and 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 Gilly. I love Sam. Sam's dream is great. Yeah. He's he's Lord. His dad's gone. All basically all his friends are there. Like all the people he liked yeah. from the watch are there. Mormont's even Mormont's there, which is funny because he's always scared of Mormont. But you can tell that he, you know he liked Mormont. Not now. Not when For he's sure. the, the leader of Hornhill. <laughs> yeah. And he's got his father's great sword, Hearts Heartsbane, which we've heard in the past. I, I looked look it up to make sure it wasn't a spoiler. We've heard this is a Valyrian steel sword, two handed great mm-hmm. great sword, Valyrian steel. And Sam is using it to carve meat, <laughs> carve slices <laughs> off a of roast. It kind of reminds me. It's a very Sam thing. It's not like a it's not a spoiler. So I don't mind saying it to Jeff who hasn't seen it, but like in Lord of the Rings, there's a moment spoiler. where Sam holds on to the ring, and he thinks like, "Oh, what could I do with this?" And he thinks like, "I could be the world's greatest gardener." <laughs> It's like, it's like his fantasies are just like being really good at like his thing. Wholesome. Like, his, yeah. like Sam's thing is gardening in the, the Lord of the Rings. So like, I could be the world's greatest gardener with this. And Sam's like had, the, had his fantasies. I could use this crazy awesome sword to have an awesome feast Cut and party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like John would be like, dreaming about battle and stuff, right? Jamie literally just had a, a, a dream about a battle. Sam, Sam's over here dreaming about feasts. I'm, I'm gonna say, like, I have more Sam dreams than for being honest. Food, especially the way it ends. Food and walking into spicy, wrapped in furs. Uh, not quite, not a hundred percent about the way it ends. Kind of weird. Yeah, she's in furs, but also her her boobies are leaking, leaking milk, leaking milk, just spraying around. And Sam, and later Sam likes the smell of milk on her. <laughs> Yeah, he, he does. That, like that was before, actually, was but before. yeah, it's Sam's a milk guy. It's comforting to him, I guess. It's time said. to wake up now, soon. So yeah, he wakes up. He woke up freezing cold, cold, oh, and dread. It's colder yep. than it's colder than it was. The fire's gone. Gilly's already awake, right? Yep. Sam sat up groggy, breath puffing. Yeah. Bunch of shadows. He gets spidey sense. A big one moved by the door. Yeah, and then next thing you know, exactly. And then Sam thinks, he's dead, he's dead, I saw him die. I know he's dead. Paul, you carried me. No one could do that but you. Yeah. So this is interesting. I do want to hang on this part. Gilly says he's come for the babe. 
He smells him. A babe freshborn stinks of life. Well, we talked about that, I think, with Craster. Go on. He he was like feeding him to the woods or something to somebody in the woods. So exactly, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Are we a tar? Is Sam a target now? Is this baby like a what they're after? Um, I don't because like, they attacked the fist and there wasn't like a freshborn baby there. I was to say I don't think so. I think I think they're just here now. I think they're just kind of closer. Okay, maybe they're on a trail. Maybe they've maybe they've. He's probably a target in the sense that like it um. It's louder and cumbersome to carry a baby in the wilderness in that sense, but gotcha. Maybe they're just on the trail. Maybe they've they went from the fist to Crasters and they're just following them. Gilly just makes it seem like this is almost like a marker on if like if like the others were like a video game character, this is like a side quest marker. Like baby, like live <laughs> newborn baby, like a flashing like beacon. But so who is it? Who's the white that, that is in here with us? Small Paul. Our boy Small Paul, the one of you guys might have said it already. Yeah. Yeah. Small Paul, right. not so small. Big boy, big boy carried Sam when he was uh, when he was tired the first time, which just makes it rough, right? Because now Sam's got a. First off, he couldn't save him it's earlier. Like the guy that basically saved his life. He couldn't save yeah. him earlier. Paul saved Sam though. Exactly, and then yeah. Sam watched couldn't, Paul couldn't die the first time, and now has to kill him again the second time. Yeah. So Sam's scared. He's like, "Yo, Gilly, go go fight him." Not really. He doesn't say that. He's like, Gilly, go grab the horse. She's like, yeah. you, you grab the horse. He doesn't like, tell I'm, her to fight. I'm literally holding a baby right yeah. now. Yeah. No, Sam's actually pretty brave here. He doesn't He doesn't say that. He says, Gilly, he's kind of like, get behind me type, like, go over there. He's trying to distract and, him. Yes. I, I, know well, yeah, you're like, I know you're joking. I'm just trying to point out for anyone who maybe didn't read along, actually read along that Sam... It's funny because Sam in his head is thinking like, don't be a coward. Don't be a coward. As, as he's being yeah. like pretty freaking brave. He's trying. Yeah, right? for sure. I, I mean, yeah, he's facing a, a zombie. Well, and sure. he definitely is trying to keep its attention too. He's like screaming at it, you know. Which like, that's the brave part. The brave part isn't being like a really good fighter and like killing a hundred of sure. them. What's the, what's the line? You can only, you can only be brave when you're scared. Exactly. So Sam's the epitome of that. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that he was like, Gilly, go get the horse. And she's like, what? Why do I got to get the horse? <laughs> but he's gotcha. like, look, I'm going to fight this guy yeah, yeah. for you keep to go get the horse. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of talking to Paul to like see if, make sure he's not dead. There's a raven on his shoulder picking his picking his face apart. Which is great for Paul because Paul was always asking, like, can I get Mormont's raven? Like during during the prologue when they're setting up the whole, like, we're going to kill Mormont planes. Like, can I get yeah. Mormont's raven? He even says something about it when they're with Sam and, like, that, that Sam type where he's carrying. He's like, oh, he's one of the raven. What about the raven? Oh, yeah, he definitely is talking about it the whole time. Yeah. So at first I was wondering, like, even on this read, I was like, oh, is that Mormont's raven? Because it starts saying stuff. Like, it actually starts saying words. But then all the there's a there's a ton of ravens outside like thousands yeah, I know, right? so like, like I, this that's, is this is just another raven is where I kind of my end conclusion I don't know I thought it was his still just it's one of those things that you'll never know it's right? just because I it, wanted it to be no right? way to know right like yeah. where is Mormont's raven right now Mormont's gone so his his raven even if it shows back up somewhere you can't prove that this isn't it like, yeah, exactly the only thing we could get is a raven POV chapter where it's like corn corn small paw. Damn, go, go. Well, and it does say, like, different words. And, like, most ravens can't say different words. Go? It said go. No, oh, one says, that? like, lie, die, f- fear. That's fire, fear. So, something. It says, like, something three like words that are similar. And, yeah. again, it might be Sam. That I could, see, could that be, like, Sam's head in the moment or whatever? But Fair, far, fear. Yeah. So, Small Paul starts walking to Sam. 
Uh, he's trying to like keep him that way. Gilly's getting the horse, but it's scared, so it, it makes some whinnies and turns Small Paul's attention, and then Sam gets it back. Uh, and then we get into a little bit of Royal Rumble in the middle of the, the long haul. Yeah, so it goes to get after her again. He like attacks it so many times. He like stabs him like six times before he realizes that his dagger is getting destroyed. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, come on, man. Like, You knew this dude was wearing armor. Like, Stab him somewhere else. Yeah, go for the head. That was a little frustrating. Yeah, in the neck. Yeah, so he stabs him with a dragon glass. Basically, he's backing up till his back hits the wall. Then he goes forward. Like you said, glass dagger shatters. And then I think so Paul grabs him. Paul Paul chokes him out. At one point does does he 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 doesn't actually attack right when he hits the wall. He attacks when Paul no. turns. Paul turns his back yeah. to go get to Gilly. He's like, All right, I yeah. got no choice now. It's time. So then when he attacks, nothing happens. Paul turns around and starts choking him out. Yep. Yep. It's yep. getting dark in there. It's super cold. His hands are ice cold. He's losing his breath. He, he's losing a little bit of consciousness. Uh, but luckily, the 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 whites are a little clumsy. So a little a little pushover. We get a little trip action. Yep. Uh, and they fall to the ground. And Sam's still getting choked, though. Yep. And they're near close enough to the fire that he can grab something from the fire and shatters it into his mouth. <laughs> yes. Yep. And... At first, it does nothing, right? Nope. And then, in Sam, this is interesting. When so Sam takes it in, and he's like, "Shit, that was my last shot. It didn't work." And it says, "Like he thought of the mother who loved him and the father he failed." Like that's kind of sad. Like if this was Sam's last moments, it sucks that he's thinking about like his dad. Like fuck your dad, dude. Like you're a cool dude. You know what I mean? Like be thinking about like your your boys, John, Brad, and Pip, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Don't be thinking about like how Easy, you failed easier your dad. to say though, I guess. Is, yeah, but it just it sucks that like it's it doesn't. Yeah. Dad's been on his mind a lot. It sucks that chapter. it but yeah that that like gets under his skin. Yeah, but yeah, then it does work. Finally, <laughs> his whole face. Oh, catches well, then on he fire. just like ignites. <laughs> yeah, it's like not like a person in any way. Yep. The white was burning, hoarfrost dripping from his beard as the flesh beneath blackened. Sam heard the raven shriek, but Paul himself made no sound. When his mouth opened, only flames came out and his eyes. It's gone. The blue glow is gone. Yep. So I think that's pretty crazy. Like his the the ice on his beard starts melting, his face is burning, and then like his eyes the blue goes out. And like obviously there's like flames coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Alright. Uh so he runs out of the, the long haul excited. It's like, Gilly, I, I killed him. We, we're, we're, let's go. We can, we can roll. <laughs> yeah. We're good now. Yeah. And she's surrounded. Yeah. More than a score. It's like walking deadish right now. Yeah. Very bad. You got the new mother, baby, just like the worst situation possible. She's under the tree. Thankfully, some of them are distracted by the horse. Yes. Yeah, she did get the horse out. Yep. Just ripping the, the horse apart. But he says there's more than a dozen, more than a score, and the score is twenty. And then he's like, "More." So all we know is more than twenty. That's a lot of. It's a lot of yeah, whites. Yeah. I'm a little curious to why they're wasting time of ripping the horses' entrails apart, and like, because the, the, of the white interaction we have, they've seemed to be very dialed in to what they were supposed to be doing. It's right? also interesting. Like, I don't know if we have a clear idea of. First off, do they use weapons? I don't know if we ever like. I feel like I should have paid more attention at the fist chapters. I don't know if we know that mm. because the way that I, don't, I feel like they, they're zombie They just kind of rip and bite. And that's the way it seems to be. Well, I'm just thinking, think back to the, the prologue of game of Thrones with will. 
Yeah, but those were others, weren't they? With, with Will, others show up and kill Waymar. Will stays up in the tree for a long time. And then he comes down, and he goes to check on Waymar. And Waymar wakes up as a white, kind of like Paul does here. Like He comes right. back, and then he chokes Will. I just think it's interesting that he chokes Will, and here, the way Small Paul is trying to kill us, he's, he's choking Sam. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I want to say they use, they use their hands. Like, and I was thinking also, too, because Sam says here, every uh, Sam's trying to agree. At one point, he's trying to grab for the metal knife that he uses to cut his meat that every black every, brother every has brother on there. Has. It's like, well, then does, shouldn't Paul have one? Like, why you is Paul not stabbing Sam? Are, are brothers. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. This is one of the things where I actually don't know. Yeah. This is what I was saying. Like, the, the first white, other than the prologue, the next white encounter was was Castle Black, right? And they seemed to know kind of exactly who they wanted to attack. Like, they didn't exactly. waste they time. They went to the like, right spot. The, they didn't waste time going to the stables and, like, That's eating fair. their horses. Well, they could have gone, gone to the armory and grabbed a sword. They could have done a whole lot of things, what I'm saying, but they, they wanted to go kill more. It was like, kill Mormon. It was like, you know. So there was some memory there, yeah. Um, so that's why I was just like, why are they eating this horse? But whatever. Uh, he does mention that some of these whites are wildlings. Some are uh, former brothers. He even mentioned some names, Nels, which I know you love. Lark the Sisterman and Softfoot. Those are the first two. And, uh, and we'll hit Chet while we're here. Because those three were all bad guys. And when I say yeah. bad guys, I mean, like, remember, they we were, were, we were keeping track of that attempt. group. Exactly. Those were those guys, all three of them. One of them was, it's the first time we hear of this guy, though. And he's already dead. Riles. Exactly, Riles. It's the first time we hear of that guy. Damn, bro. And Hake, and we're not even sure if, it's exa- if it is Hake or not, but I think it, later he kind of says something that makes me th- that makes you think it, it is more. Hake's been around for, for a little bit. But yeah, he's he's his head, is half of it's gone. So that's why Sam's having a hard time even IDing him. <laughs> all right, so the Raven now leaves Small Paul. And he did leave during the fight. Small Paul's shoulder, but now it's on Sam's shoulder, and Sam can hear the the leaves are going nuts. They're, they're whispering to each oh, other. Oh yeah, they're pulling out like and like you guys were saying, it's pulling out the horse's entrails, and that's when the horse, the raven, lands on his shoulder and says, "Fair, well, far." Sam fear. says, "It's not fair." Yeah. Oh, Sam, yeah. Sam says, "It's not fair." It's not fair. Like every, like this sucks. Like everything, just trying to do so good, and everything just goes to shit. It's not fair, right? Like, and the raven's like, "Fair." Fair, far, fear. Yeah, so that I feel like is a unique trait. All these, there's a ton of ravens, and they all start screaming, but they're not. Are any of them saying like words? Because to your point, that might be a sign that it is Mormon's raven. I don't know. Again, I don't think we'll ever be sure. But so Sam looks up at the leaves and realizes that holy shit, there's a lot of ravens up there, hundreds, what thousands of ravens. Yep. And then they attack. Sam Tarley turned the color of curdled milk, and his eyes went wide as plates. Ravens. They were in the weirwood, hundreds of them, thousands, perched on the bone-white branches, peering between the leaves. He saw their beaks open as they screamed, saw them spread their black wings, shrieking, flapping. They descended on the whites in angry clouds. They swarmed round Chet's face and pecked at his blue eyes. They covered the system in like flies. They plucked gobbets from inside Hake's shattered head. There were so many that when Sam looked up, he could not see the moon. Go, said the bird on their shoulder. Go, go, go. So, next part, uh, Sam runs to Gilly, grabs her, and starts running from the tree. And then... Where the hell are we going? Like, what are we going to do? Outrun these cats? (laughs) And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... Brother! The shout cut through the night, through the shrieks of a thousand ravens. 
Beneath the trees, a man muffled head to heels in mottled blacks and grays sat astride an elk. Here, the rider called. A hood shattered his face. He's wearing blacks. Sam urged Gilly towards him. The elk was huge, a great elk, ten feet tall at the shoulder, with a rack of antlers near as wide. The creature sank to its knees to let them mount. Here, the rider said, reaching down with a gloved hand to pull Gilly up behind him. Then it was Sam's turn. My thanks, he puffed. Only when he grasped the offered hand did he realize that the rider wore no gloves. The hand was black and cold, with fingers hard as stone. Uh-oh. Da-da-da! Yeah, I don't know, man. Kyle, what do we think about this new character? Kyle, all your, all your thoughts and predictions right now. So, so, I mean, I have two things that I can think of, and I don't know why, I guess, but, I, I mean, I'm thinking either, like, it's, to me, like, I was thinking Mance Raider, because, like, he is, he has blacks. And we know he likes going undercover. And he's in the north. This also seems like an animal or something that he would have access to was kind of part of it. A big ass crazy elk. Because I think the elk's easy, an easy thing to read to read past on like a first read through. This is a crazy <laughs> thing to show up on. It's like, yeah, no, I I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm glad you're. I'm glad it's cool. I'm glad you noticed. I've seen elk. <laughs> yeah. They're they're big. So is this a magic elk or is this that just normal for an elk to be ten feet tall at the shoulder? I don't. I don't the elk I saw were not ten feet tall. Like even like yeah, a so. big deer is like maybe three and a half feet, four feet tall. Well, the they're shoulder. bigger than a deer. I but, know, but still, that's yeah, yeah. Like a moose. I don't know if that's ten feet tall at the shoulder. That's maybe like some my some of that might shoulder. be. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. That's a big elk. Uh, so so Mance, like I said, it seems like some might be part of his convoy there somehow. He somebody can turn into it or something, but um. We're, we're, I mean, Benjamin, right? Like, we still haven't seen much about him, and, like, I'm kind of hoping, like, he, this is how he turns up is something like this and <laughs> saves the day. So that's that's why I think it's two of them. It, it could it could very well be somebody that we haven't met yet. I, I'm fully accepting if that's the case. Are, does this guy have any connection to the Ravens? He feels like he does. Okay. Because that's the other crazy, kind of crazy thing. Thousands. Sam goes to thousands. I don't know. The, the Ravens are weird, right? Like, it seems kind of like a Benjin or Jojen, Jojen brand kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, this is the first time this ever happened. Like, I, I was like, oh, maybe it's the Ravens he was trying to let go. Or maybe it's just Mormont's Raven. And then then there's that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I this, is, this is like a very open-ended spot here for me like i don't know where this one could go yeah it's weird because it's like a short chapter nothing really happens yeah. in like the first like how, how many pages is it in the book so i was i read ten ish nothing really Maybe happens in the first half. eight and then the last two is like what the fuck is going on this yeah. is like, what book am i reading if i still read this yeah Mars yeah it changes right like it's <laughs> yeah. a pretty normal day and then yeah yeah so i kind of like this chapter yeah at least yeah, it was at cool least the end of it so it's fun yeah I'm, I'm excited to see what's next for sam me too. Do you have any other predictions, Kyle, before we leave you to go into the spoiler section? No. All right. Jeff, do you have anything else to say? No, I'm ready to go. We'll see the rest of you guys in the spoiler section, and we'll see Kyle next time for Aria 9. Whoa. Thanks for listening. Give it a like, subscribe. We'll see you guys then. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Later, nerds. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Bye, Kyle. See you later. See you on the next one for Aria 9. Now, Bam. on the spoiler section, what was I, uh... I don't, you were saying something about the show. It was, it was something about the show, like, the, the white's head 
bursting in the flames type of thing. Oh, like when or? the blue light, it's when the blue light went out of its eyes. It kind of reminded me of when like warging. You know how in the show, like when you warg the eyes, like the eyes are a part of it. Like his eyes yeah. go back, and then they kind of like yeah. flips, like Hodor's eyes kind of yeah, like yeah, flip yeah. forward. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's like his eye, the blue eyes is like a symbol of like others basically warging into warging into that well that's what kind of i was saying when i was like i'm confused of why these whites are wasting time eating this horse and ripping this horse apart unless they knew that that was like their only hope of of getting away was this piece of transportation that's true i probably cut you off and then we didn't talk about it enough but we should have talked about it more like are they like zombies or like like when you think zombies what what's their objective Eat. Eat anything in particular? Blood. I think brains. Zombies eat brains, right? They just eat, dude. No, they're like biting necks and just ripping shit apart. And stuff too, but like, I feel like some zombies literally walk around saying like brains. Like that's what they say. Yeah, I mean, it depends (laughs) on the director. Yeah, it depends on the show, for sure. There's a ton of different interpretations of zombies, but... uh, Yeah, so the eyes, the warging thing. Do you think that's kind of how like the others... I think the others are are working into the whites pretty much doing like a mass warg yeah yeah and i I almost said like hive mind but i i kind of tried not to say it so that kyle didn't like get ideas and it's not like that we know either but like i don't know at least we have like the i you're pretty confident that the night king's not going to be a thing so i'm not too worried about saying anything that's was more show related well when you say hive mind you mean the fact that pretty much like when you kill an other some subset of whoever he that one turned or is sure. warging. That's what you mean when you say hive mind. Or right? even just like the Night King, it's like a pyramid scheme. The 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 controller of them all, like if Night King is the top of the pyramid, and just use it for example, I know you're gonna say like there's no Night King in this, which I'm fine with, but like the Night King would there's a a boss. Maybe there's not a boss, whatever. But the others control the white so like what whatever other is in charge of that at that time could just be like all right you 30 go do this go find sam and this baby i think there probably is a night king and when i when i say there is a night king i don't mean the exact way the show did it but like to, yeah. the way you're describing it there's a leader of the others there's some there's something going yeah. on with the others that's way more complicated than we understand people have asked so, george about this and he has alluded to like that's like one thing he will not touch. He'll always be like, oh, there's more books. We'll find out. So it's like. Yeah. Which he, as he should. It might be like the show where it's like one person was kind of turned in and everything spawned from him. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. It's also confusing because. When kinda, you say it's kind of like Vecna, I would say. Like sure. Stranger Things. Sure. Like Vecna's di- like Vecna did every part of what we've seen thus far in Stranger Things. The and- main thing. I The main problem I have with the term Night King is. In the books, the Night King is a person. He was the 13th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, right? So The Night's get, King. It, the Night's King. Sure, ex- exactly. So it gets confusing when people say the Night King and the Night's King. You got to be really careful. I, I agree that there's probably some form of something that is leading the others. There's a hierarchy so, there at least. Yeah. But yeah, the Night King to me or the Night's King is the 13th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, which, which maybe is the first other. Mm-hmm. I think the only real the, – the strongest piece of evidence for that is the fact that they have the same name. Yeah. And why would they have the same name? Maybe George said, oh, the leader of the others is actually the, the person who's, who is yeah. in, from this story in the book, which we're going to get to soon in the, in the next brand chapter. So Yeah. So I just don't – like I think Kyle thinks – believes that these 
whites are just kind of strolling around. Well, we've seen others, and I guess there's an implication that they're connected, but I don't know if it's super, like, yeah, if it's as connected as you and I know. You know what I mean? I don't know how he how it, he wouldn't think, but like I believe that it's it was strategically like, yo, you white from this other, go go get me that baby. Yeah. So part. So my next part is the way the chapter goes. It's kind of like a nothing chapter. Sam shows up in this village. Really, the yeah. only thing is there's a tree, and Sam prays to it, and he says, "We need help." He got help. That's my first note too. If I say weirwood tree, somebody's praying to a weirwood tree, and I ask you if gun to your head, somebody had to be hearing that. Say there is actually in a physical person on the other end of that that tree hearing that. Who would it be? Fucking blood raven. And who who has the capacity p- p- to potentially get Bra- uh, Sam out of the situation? Cold it's hands. It's also blood raven. Oh, oh. Well, blood raven. Cold hands. Cold hands, cold hands through blood. Cold hands through Blood Raven. Exactly. Yeah. In hindsight, we know Cold Hands works for Blood Raven. So, like, would Sam have been saved if not for this weird? Say that. Say the town that he ends up in doesn't have a weird witchery, right? I, I think this is something that we, we might never, we'll probably never know. Um, Maybe Cold Hands has been stalking Sam, like watching him from a distance for days now, and he was just waiting to step in at the right moment. It, that doesn't make right. sense to me. That seems kind of like a. Why not just pick him up and be like, "Yo, let's get out of here." Mm, that doesn't make sense to me either. Other than that, Benjamin. Benjamin kind of would remember Sam, it's though. Not Maybe not. Cold Hands, not Benjamin. That's not true. George, George, this is like a thing that is true. So that's not true. Like I, I thought you knew this, so we'll we'll step to that real quick. Is Cold Hands Benjamin? We don't know who yes. Cold Hands is. It's Benjamin. But a lot of people think it's Benjamin. However, in Dance of Dragons, when Bran is with ben, with Cold Hands, there's a picture. I, I'll send it to you. I'll put it in the Discord in one of the spoiler chats. There's a picture of. When the draft had gone, and I think this is because some of the earlier drafts are now at a library in Texas. This is how we have this. One of the earlier drafts between George and the editor, the editor had written, is this Benjen? And is the reason that we never see his face so that Bran won't know it's Benjen? And George just put no and circled it in red pen. So I don't believe it. That's like a, as and there's a chance that George changes his mind. He says he's a gardener writer. He can always change his mind. I think part of the reason we don't see his face is because George doesn't know who Cold Hands is yet. However, I will say that most people in the fandom, because of this, they they take this as one of the most concrete George answers ever. Okay. There's there's very few things that that is still up in the air that George hasn't answered, and this one is on the George has answered. Like, pretty much directly. And it's one of the things that, again, as fans, we probably shouldn't know. He never answered this in an interview. He answered it in, like, a draft, back, a back-and-forth manuscript draft with his editor that ended up in a library somewhere in Texas. Yeah, something that should wasn't meant to be known or published. Exactly. So, But it does seem pretty definitive. All right, whatever. That would, uh, Okay, fine. It's not Benjamin. It's, I think it's the Night's King, then. That's my guess. Uh, the Night's King, that's interesting. We don't have to get into it. I, I will say we'll get into it at some point in the future. I don't think now's the time. I'm, I'm still getting over my sickness. Sure. I will say that I think the main the main idea of who, thought of who this guy is is Blood Raven is the Targaryen, right? Brendan Rivers. Yes. And he took part in the Blackfire Rebellion. He had a group of archers called the Raven's Teeth. Okay. Anyway, when he... So the reason he goes to the wall, we'll do a quick Blood Raven history lesson real quick. He's hand, and then there's a succession crisis. Mm -hmm. And they held a council who should be the next king. 
Maester Aemon's up on the table. Aemon's like, I can't. I'm a maester. And Bloodraven's like, you know what? There's still a black fire across the sea. And there's a there's a who's going to be king up in the air. Like, Egg is one of the options. But, like, Arion, Arion who drank wildfire. Mm-hmm. I think he had, like, a baby child who might have also had, like, uh, special needs. There, there might have been, like, one special needs child and, like, Arion's had, like, a daughter so it's like these two might have a claim. Then we have Egg. Uh, and then Blood Raven's like, hey, there's a black fire on the other side of the sea. He is probably going to rebel. Let's just tell him he can come over and stake his claim at this big council. So they mm-hmm. do that. And as soon as he shows up, Blood Raven just kills him. He's like, ah, idiot. He fell right into my trap. And Egg gets named king. And then Egg is like, that was fucked up. Like, you, che- you cheated. Like, you're going to the <coughs> wall for that. And he sends... Blood Raven to the wall for that. Maester Aemon's like, I'm going with him. And Blood Raven's like, I'm taking a bunch of my really loyal men and they're going to just join the Night's Watch with me. And a bunch of his Raven's teeth, this like band of archers. That so was, this is one of the Raven's teeth? That's the most likely, that's the, I think, most fan agreed upon theory is that Cold okay. Hands is just another Raven's teeth. I think, I think you would be right. It would be Benjen that would be the popular theory, if not for that manuscript know that george oh, says again i'll post in the discord it's like so we can it, it. it's pretty lame if benjen is just dead i mean i guess it's more That's realistic true. but again I, I think it's less of what's a, the point of even introducing there's no point of having benjen in the nice watch don't tell me like it's the only reason john's going there because let me tell you this spoiler alert John was going to the Night's Watch regardless if Benjamin was there or not. Well, I think that's just another totally unrelated mystery that could we could find out. Maybe he maybe, maybe something in the alive. history, right? Like we don't know exactly. Maybe we do know. I don't know exactly when Benjamin joined the Night's Watch. It could be related to anything. It could be related to Jorah and his wife. It could be related I'm, to I'm just saying there's no point to the character Benjamin if he doesn't come back. I agree. I, I and again, I think it's one of the things where George doesn't know. I think when he put no in red pen, it was a no, I don't think so. I don't, that's not the plan at the moment. Right. Mm. But again, he says he's a gardener writer. People take like, oh, he said no in red pen. That's a definite thing. And I'm like, George isn't changing maybe, the color maybe pen that he's was just using. The pen he picked up. Exactly. He's not changing the color pen he's using when he's writing back and forth to his editor. I don't think there's anything if it special was no about with, the if red. If it was no with the blue, that's a maybe. Exactly. I think there's a possi- I think there's still a possibility, but I think the fact that he did tell his editor no at one point gives it a strong yeah. hint that it's probably not which to your point i think he pro- he ho- hopefully he still has plans for benjamin if he just had him go missing and that was like the most plans that i don't like that right so yeah it's stupid as fuck all right so back to like the original point of sam praying to the old gods and them kind of answering to him i also was just kind of thinking of like the tree and like i guess somebody would notice uh if they were like always living around the tree like the the weirwood tree in fucking winterfell probably it's not changing faces because there's probably somebody running around there most of the time right yeah, it, exactly. it would be very noticeable if that tree changed you know from a smiley to a frown or started crying out of nowhere well it's kind of like you were saying earlier like when we were talking about like me when i was like because when i was in college i did go some through some weight fluctuations and it's hard to tell even somebody when they lose a ton of weight it's hard to tell when you see them every day right, right? and this is kind of what you're saying with the tree and winterfell people are seeing that tree every day so I, to your point, I don't know that it's with the tree at Winterfell couldn't. 
Yeah. I think you're right. More people might notice. If it's like, like, wait, wasn't that tree smiling in summertime? Was that tree winking at me before? Don't we have a painting? Like, Didn't we get that painting done (laughs) together at the tree? And it quick switches back to... (laughs) Exactly. So it's like... But I was like, damn, like maybe this tree did change a little bit or like... But then when you said like it was the biggest tree ever, like I thought it was just the face and maybe the tears. So I didn't want to tell Kyle this, but I think the wiki does say this is white tree, that this chapter takes place at white tree. Hmm. I don't think it does. I think that's BS. I don't know where that came from. But again, the people who do who make the wiki do have a closer connection to George than I do. Um, I don't know if this is something that they just it's hard. It's always hard to tell if it's something that they believe or if it's something that they got from George. So, I mean, the the tree had to be pretty big. But like, yeah, I mean, the not not saying anything about the hole in the mouth. Like, that's a pretty that's a huge detail. description. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wanted to say one more other thing. I know they mentioned like the leaves con- conversing with each other, which was actually like the ravens conversing, which I, all right, let's, I'll just use my raven point. Why like, do you even think about I've that? Been, I've said before that I believe that the old gods talked through the wind and shit like that. And that like OSHA was hearing shit through the winds. Yep. And it's very, I, I think it's definitely possible that blood Raven was sending messages through, Obviously, the leaves into the ravens into cold hands. Well, I think what's interesting, and I don't remember, I wish I remembered exactly more how this worked. What I was thinking more about towards on that front was when Bran gets to Blood Raven and them and Leaf, right? So, the other interesting thing you said was Sam thinks it's a bunch of leaves and it turns out to be a bunch of ravens. Right. Yeah. I think when Bran gets to them, like Blood Raven and Leaf, they tell him that pretty much all the children of the forest who, when they die, they war into a raven, and they're like, yeah, because all the ravens that ram, because Bran- by then Brandon I think is able to war into ravens, and he starts warging into random ravens, and he's like, why do I always? It's not just me and the raven. I'm always fighting somebody. And Lee's like, yeah, or- it's because that's where children, that's where we go when we're dead. So here it's like, yeah, there's thousands of ravens, but are they really like, are all of these ravens? Do they have all dead? Uh, children of the forest child, inside, yeah. inside them and like huh. are the children of the forest like if, if that's just, true then like are they potentially sacrificing themselves a children of the forest it. who could have been alive for thousands of years then died mm. and then warred into a raven a raven doesn't live that long so that's that's a point I mean, that doesn't make sense in, to me can't they just warg into another raven I don't so the problem I don't think so, right? I think in a lot some of the theories involve around that's why Bran is so special. That's why that's why Blood Raven is bringing Bran to the cave because Blood Raven's going to die and he's going to try and warg and take Bran's body. And the reason he needs to take Bran's body is cuz Bran's the only other person who's as good as warging as him. If you if you when you die, if you warg into someone's body who can't warg, then that's it. You're stuck in that body, right? So like if okay. if John were to warg into Sam, then cool. That's he has a second life as Sam, but then that's it. If John were to warg into Bran, then after that he could warg into somebody else. Then John's. You're saying John's body could be killed, but he's living through through exactly like yeah. you take over the powers of whoever you warged into. So right. if you warg into a raven, then yeah, you have the raven's life, but then that that's it. Unless the raven was a warg too, but I, I don't want to go down mm-hmm. that route. So I don't believe that all these ravens are full of children of the forest because it doesn't make sense. Because yeah. that means that like, how long does a raven live? Like maybe ten. 20 years? Uh, I don't even know the light. I have no idea. So, what, clue a what thousand children of the forest died 10 to 20 years ago and warded yeah, into this? No. Nah, it doesn't make sense. It's too to me. many. 
but many. I bet you some of them, right? So it's it, it's an interesting mm, thought. I, to have. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying that they're they're continuing the war through the Ravens. Like they they figured something out that they can they just can pop still hop Ravens. in and out. Yeah, different Ravens if they want. Yeah. yeah. Again, and that leads into the Weirwood Net, right? Where when they die, really what they're working into is this massive network of network. all the Weirwood trees, and maybe the Weirwood trees have some connection to those ravens, exactly, which it seems like they do, right? There's a yeah. for how the the, the uh, there's a hall. Egg's mom is is a Blackwood, and their house is called Raven Tree, which is a, and Jamie's going to go there in the next book. It's a giant, huge, the biggest Raven uh, Weirwood tree Jamie's ever seen, but it's dead. There's no leaves, mm-hmm. but thousands of ravens come to this tree. What does that make you think of? This chapter. What huge, giant tree, thousands yeah. of ravens rep- like in place of the leaves, right? So, and that's Egg's mom. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely like weird, weirwood raven yeah. connections all over the place. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of another one, I definitely think this is more monster raven. I, I think so too. I think that the talking is a bigger tell than we think because – when mm-hmm. John gets back to Castle Black, some of the ravens start saying snow, and he's like, damn it, Sam was te- Sam was teaching them to say snow on the fist. And John made a comment like, don't teach him that. Like, yes, it's my name, but there's enough snow. There's nothing that a, That's nothing that a black brother wants to hear about. I think yeah. he said something like that. So, I, I also just think, like, it's saying go. Two, two things, I, I thought. One, Mormont's raven. Two... It's Mormont Raven being controlled by Blood Raven the whole time. Like, Blood Raven has been controlling this Raven as it's been watching over Mormont to make sure that whatever is, like, he's saying shit randomly. Like, I guess you got to say corn and, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to just kind of mock Mormont just to, like, keep him off the, the, the trail of, like, wow, this raven's weird as fuck. <laughs> but, like... You're saying that this, if this raven went through, he could pretty much speak in plain English. He's just putting up an act. Or, basically, like, if it was, if it if it had to say, like, hide, it would have been, like, hide. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. or it would have been, like, get on horse. It would have said horse, you know? It, and I think at the end of the day, it comes down to it doesn't really matter if it's Mormont's exact raven. It's kind of what we were saying before. There's definitely a raven... Blood Raven, Weirwood Tree, Old Gods, mm-hmm. they're all related and kind of carry the same power. Yeah. Uh, one thing real quick, the Ice Dragon. I just think it's cool that in the next Brand chapter, I think it's the next Brand chapter, He, so we don't see, the next time we see Sam is the next Brand chapter. Sam comes up through the well at the Night Fort. Brand gets to the Night Fort, Sam comes up through the well, I think, towards the end of the chapter, and then takes him down, and I think they meet Cold Hands, basically Sam mm-hmm. delivers Bran to Cold Hands. Okay. Sam has been following the tail of the Ice Dragon south. Bran has been following the eye of the Ice Dragon north. I just think it's kind of funny that this constellation they've they've both been following. I don't think it has to be that. I don't. Yeah, I, I know. Do. I think it's just kind of more of like a symbol. You're right. Like the, like it could be like ten, 10 feet of yeah. of fucking. Mathematically, stars. they don't have to meet that way. And I think the only reason they meet that way is because Cold Hands basically tells Sam, hey, yeah, I know Bran's going to be here. He's going to need your help to get through this wall. What about what about the ice dragon that's going to come break the wall in, in four more seasons? I didn't think that. I didn't think that, but like that's kind of relates to this, right? Like the ice dragon is what led both Sam and Bran to the wall, to and past the wall. Yeah. 
if the ice dragon is also the thing that leads the, the, the others, the others, the, other the night king, yeah. air quotes, night king, past the wall. I, yeah, and then for it sure. pops out of the sky and, and blows a hole in it. So, do you have anything else for this one? I have one more, and it's just the way Paul dies. It's, I have a little bit of a question on, on how Paul dies and to the dagger breaking. And so I want to talk more so about the dagger breaking because I found it interesting that it broke so easily sure. on chain mail. The other thing we didn't mention, we I wish we would have mentioned this in the non-spoiler, is Sam, the dagger that Sam used to kill the other, he gave to Gren. This right. dagger he took off Mormont's body. Where, where, so, what is Gren doing? I don't. Where is Gren? Gren, Gren left, and he, Gren and Dywin and like pretty much every all of Sam's friends who weren't the dickheads at Craster's were like, "Sam, let's go." And Sam was just like in a weird, "No, I won't leave Mormont. I won't leave Mormont." And they're like, "You're an idiot. He's already dead. Like, let's go." And he, okay. Sam's like, "No, I won't leave. I won't leave." And they're like, "Dude, we don't want to leave you, but you're being an idiot right now." And yeah. they and they leave him. Was that in the chapter? I don't remember. He talked. He at least mentions it. Like they, they okay. tried to get me to go, but I wouldn't. And eventually, and they then just left he me found behind. Gilly. Did he find Gilly? Then he the old up. women, a bunch of old women, come up to him, and they're like, they basically snap him out of it. Like, wait the fuck up! You need to get out of here now. They're some of them are up Take in the Gilly loft raping them. Everyone, the other bad guys are yeah. downstairs getting the food. Right, right, right. You have like a twenty minute window. You got to get her out of here. That's pretty much the last Sam chapter. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what did you want to talk about? Just the fact that this was a different dagger. Uh, well, so I just, I, I wanted to point that out that it's interesting the that all the daggers with, are in play. Yeah. Like Sam at least thought to like, Hey, let's bring this. But yeah, like, so your point about like the, da- the dragon glass broke against it, the thing. One thing I want to point out to you kind of related to that is we don't know. Say, say, say small Paul wasn't wearing chain mail. We don't know if it would have worked in the show. Sure. It worked. Right. That's a, so that's another point I had, which. Cause Sam even says here at one point, like. He saw the dragon glass and he didn't care. He kept coming on. And he thinks like maybe Small Paul didn't know that yeah. this was his weakness. Maybe it's not his weakness. Did the other know the first time? I think the other got stabbed in the back. The other was like attacking Small Paul. Uh, that might not be true. Hey, I don't. I don't. Know. I'm not. I don't remember. I could go look real quick. But I'm with you. Like so, if if dragon glass is only good for the others, how much dragon glass do they actually need? Like. That's a big part of John's storyline is I need to go find in the show. I need to go find a ton of dragon glass. Like, is that not even going to matter? Exactly. If, if it can't kill whites, right? Cause the big problem, right. what they're going to have most people armed with is something to kill whites. And so far, all we know is fire, fire, which now if Melisandre lights the, <laughs> the flaming swords of the Dothraki, they're going to win the war. That's like hands down. They're yeah. just going to well, be exploding helpful. heads left and right. It helps for sure. Big time. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I thought that I thought that's interesting too. My last point is uh, I kind of pose it to Kyle too. Is there a reason that the others are after Sam and Gilly? The king's it's the king's baby. They do have the baby. I for in the show, I I will say I was a I, up until season eight of the show, I was in the camp of that's what the others are after. They're all they're all they care about is Gilly's baby. Yeah. And I thought that would have been like an interesting point where somehow John realized that. Or John and yeah. Danny realize that, and they're like, we're about to have this crazy battle, and a lot of people are going to die. We could just give over this baby. And I thought yeah. that was going to be like an interesting plot element. That was not it. Sam- Bran was the memory of the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Stupid. I think there's another interesting potential of what they could be after that still causes them to go after Sam and Gilly. 
Well, can I just say one thing that it's it would be a a contradict a, a a contradiction to that they're just after all babies and maybe it makes Gilly's baby special. There's a whole wildling army that is definitely still breeding. That has babies, yes. That has that has had babies, and they haven't yeah. come knocking on the doors of that army. I don't at all believe. Like I was kind of alluding to that in the non-spoiler that all babies are kind of like a beacon to them. I don't really buy that. I was kind of I didn't want to get too into it with Kyle, but again, I think yeah. Gilly's baby special because they're used to getting the Craster babies. Like it makes sense that they were there to get Craster's baby. To your point. Craster, maybe a a line of the Knights King. Like, could he have had like a normalish son? And it's like they the Knights King is a long time ago, right? So let's, let's think about this. The Knights King is the thirteenth Lord Commander. Well, I said down the line. I didn't say he was. I know, I know. Son. I'm just saying, like any theories that connect those two, it's it's kind of tough to get any real evidence to because you're just saying maybe it's a possibility because he's thirteenth. John is nine hundred ninety eighth. Okay, right? just give me the give me the reason of why this baby matters than more than the others. I think there. I think if we're talking any Craster lineage, like who could Craster be that's special? I think there's thoughts that he could potentially be Bloodraven the bastard. Okay, because Bloodraven's really old. That would make him a Targaryen, which would make these babies Targaryen babies, right? So, if you're going any reason these babies are bloodline special, I think that's your your hint. Okay. I mean. You could always you could say maybe he's Night's King and he's a Stark because because the people the theory for the Night's King is I think Old Nan tells Bran the Night's King could have been a Stark or something mm. like that so or the Night's King could have been a Bolton maybe so if you're going that then you're saying that Craster is either a Stark or a Bolton I think okay but my last point was the other thing that I think the others could be after besides the baby I think I think one of a couple things one the others could just be here right there's a lot of zombies in the woods. That. And Sam's in the woods, and they just happen to be at the same place, same time. I don't think that's quite why aren't true. they at, Why aren't they at Crasher's Keep then? Why did they walk right past Crasher's Keep? You're, that's a good point, but we don't know if they did. But they did. We know that Paul was past Crasher's Keep. I'm just saying we don't. Do we know Crasher's in the Keep? books that the people at Crasher's Keep are alive? They might have got killed. They might have. Others might have wiped them out. I kind of said that during the non-spoilers, and we kind of glossed over, which I was okay with because I was just kind of throwing shit at wall to make Kyle think. It, I, I said that they could have already been at the, already been to Crash's Keep, and they're just on this trail now. Because I don't think the whole like John saying we need to go kill people at Craster so Mance doesn't know the truth. I don't think that's a plot line in the books. Which means like what? So did the people at Crasters all just die? Maybe I don't. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. But so. I think there's two options. If we're saying they're after Sam for a reason, there's two options. Baby or Sam has the horn, mm-hmm. the broken horn that they found with all the dragon glass stuff. I like that more than the baby. Which is horn of winter, which is used to break down the wall. Technically, what we've heard that the, horn does it, is – It's the wakes, ice dragon horn. What we've heard that horn does is wakes giants from their grave, right? So in the fandom, we always – and I think characters even mention this, that the horn of Dormund will bring the wall down. But, like, what we hear in the story is it wakes giants from their grave. So it's kind of confusing on what the horn actually does. But it seems important. Sam has a horn that people suspect could be the important horn. So I think it's a really interesting thought of what does what are these whites after, this horn or the baby? And then also I never really thought about this before. But when I was doing this chapter and I was thinking because I had the horn on my mind because of that, Sam thinks about where he's from a lot. He thinks about his dad horn and his Hill. brother. Horn Hill. 
There's got to be a reason that the place Sam is from is called Horn Hill. I wonder if Sam will even, like, while he's at Old Town, realize what this horn is, fix it up, and then blow the horn at Horn Hill or something like that. I could see it. On the highest hill of of Horn Hill. So, uh, I don't know, but I I was thinking it kind of relates, right? The Horn Hill and the horn and what are the others after? I'm picking up what you're putting down. I I don't have answers for anything, like we never do, but... We kind of just throw it all up in the air and let the let the fans think about the same kind of stuff we're thinking about. So that's all I got. Hornhill stuff. What was I going to do? Look for how the others killed Small Paul? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he The other was killing Paul while Sam mm-hmm. like stumbled forward and killed Sam's him. So he, he didn't too. like dodge or anything. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like the other. I, I don't think based on this quick reread of what I'm doing right now, I don't think that the other saw that Sam had a, a dragon glass, which is what we were wondering there earlier. Do the others even know that dragon glass is bad? Which is interesting because maybe if they would have known, you'd think that after that event, like to your point earlier, it seems that there's some type of hive mind going on here. I would say connected, connected consciousness. When Sam killed that other, do the other others know about it? Or would they have to come across the body? That like if someone, co- if someone killed you, yeah. would I have this like gut feeling like, oh, just... Jeff's gone. I hope not. I think I, have to, I think I have to find your body to know. So, yeah, is that how it works for the others? And if so, do they even know how it died? Do they even know Dragon Glass is still a problem? You're asking crazy questions now. I'm just saying to the whole drinking like fire, from your, drinking from your horn, fire, Dragon Glass. The others might not even know that they got killed by a Dragon Glass. So, again, going a little long, kind of windy yeah, trail for this up. one. We'll see you guys on the next one for Aria Nine. Uh, we are getting to Red Wedding time. Oh god! Not quite. I think I think there's a little bit more before then, um, but we are getting very close. Can't be much more. Buckle up. We'll see you guys then. See you guys. <laughs>